1: Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host Shelby Shear here with
0: Jason Aloha Shear
1: and we are elated because Arizona men's basketball just won the Melly Invitational.
0: They Woo! did indeed, but Shelby, before we get to
1: that. Oh, what do we got to get to first?
0: Once again, this episode is sponsored by Homefield Apparel. Go to their website, 20% off all caps one word black friday get your gear what better time than now to celebrate arizona's maui invitational championship and shelby and on wildcat authority we are celebrating by giving the streets the people of tucson arizona fans from far and wide close whatever it is i don't know um (laughs) my dad just texted me what beer he's drinking he doesn't drink beer must be one of those days uh but (laughs) he uh Uh, We are 75% off an annual sub, and what I don't think I mentioned enough is once the promotional, the seven-day period ends, Shelby, you get Paramount Plus for free.
1: Forever. That's
0: that's the value right there.
1: Boom, done. I mean,
0: so it's a pretty wild deal. Get it done. You can
1: watch Blood and Treasure on Paramount Plus.
0: Blood and Treasure. (laughs) Literally the best, worst show of all time. But I like it because the main character fights in the tightest clothes, and for some reason... They never get dirty. Nope. And her, her breasts never move. Nope. It's great. By the way, I'm not a pervert. Shelby actually pointed that out to me.
1: Yeah. So no, I'm a pervert.
0: Right. Anyway.
1: Back to home field apparel and the special we're running.
0: So do both. Do as you're told. We're, we'll, we'll give you 30 seconds right now. One, two. Three.
1: Okay, I'm Okay, kidding. we're done. Um, okay, but yay, we're happy. Arizona basketball once again. It's been a few turns of the sun since last time they won the Maui Invitational, but they did beat Creighton in a closer game than it should have been, 81-79. to Um, They fought it out. Some people got in foul trouble again, but that's okay. Um, That was a very high-level basketball game. Is this about what you expected?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think before we start, uh, Creighton is a very legitimate basketball team. Oh,
1: I can't wait to see them at the NCAA tournament. They will be in the tournament.
0: They they have a very good chance to win their conference. That is a very good basketball team. Uh, To me, that is clearly, you know, I like San Diego State. We're recording this before they play Arkansas, so I'm curious how that game goes. But I thought Creighton was the second best team that I saw in the tournament. Um, they do pretty much everything well. Their downfall will probably wind up being their lack of size. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, that is a a good team. Their offensive execution is really good. And you know, Arizona basically it, it was a two point game, but Creighton went on a twelve to two run over the last three minutes, seven zero run over the last two eleven, and Arizona didn't score uh, over that seven and zero run period. So it was kind of not as close as maybe the final score would indicate. Uh, what happened was Creighton basically started started making threes, but um, you know you can just kind of tell that Creighton is is a good basketball team. Uh, you know they're they're going to beat a lot of teams. They're balanced. They have scores. Really good point guard, and uh, and Ryan Embard. I mean that kid is really good. Made his last four shots. Ryan Kalkbrenner couldn't handle Umar, but you know finished with sixteen. Trey Alexander. I mean they they. Their lack of depth is probably an issue. Um, but overall, you know, I, I Creighton is a good team. And look, in order to beat good teams, you have to be a good team. You
1: have to be real good. And
0: Arizona, once again, executed at a high level, made a paltry 53% of its shot, Shelby. What? Yeah, only 53% was 5-16 from three. Only 13 turnovers. And, you know, Creighton took advantage of them, 19 points off the turnovers. But Arizona dominated the glass, Um, was even in the bench, uh, doubled Creighton's points in the paint and really took advantage of their strengths. Good teams are the teams that are able to do that. Both teams played well. It just happened that Arizona uh, was the better team for pretty much the entire game.
1: Yeah, and obviously Umar Balo was the difference in the game. What can you say about his performance?
0: Welcome, America, to the Umar Balo show. This is a kid that committed to Tommy Lloyd at Gonzaga, never came in out of shape, never really got comfortable. Tommy Lloyd goes and gets him out of the portal, and some people are looking at the stats, and they're like, what's all the fuss about? And Tommy Lloyd basically said, I trust Umar, and, uh, you know, he's, he's good. And what was interesting was, you know, yesterday's game, I think it was yesterday, where Umar did the walk down the beach with Jay Billis. Yep. And Jay Billis said, what's Tommy like when he gets mad at you? And he says he yells. But he also says, he said, I love you, Umar. But, and that's the thing. Like, it, it's this is going to be corny as shit. Umar kind of just needed to be loved.
1: Umar is <laughs> like, a big teddy bear, and he just needed love.
0: He needed his confidence up. He needed someone that believed in him. That was Tommy Lloyd. Shelby, this stat line is not a college stat line.
1: Let's see.
0: 30 points. Yep. Four of 14 of 17 from the field. Mm-hmm. 13 rebounds. Two turnovers. Creighton tried stuff. They didn't try anything in the first half. I was watching like how much you gonna let this guy beat you. They tried a little bit different stuff in the second half. Their defense was kind of just let's be fundamental and solid. Umar Balo just ate him alive. I mean, Arizona finished with 48 points in the paint and 30 of them, or not 30 of them, I think 28 of them came from Umar Ballo, because he had two free throws. He was just absolutely dominant. If you were tuning in and watching this these last few games from Umar Balo, you would think he's the best big man in America. And stat lines like this are not going to come very often this season. But, you know, I I love Christian Coloco. Obviously, he's an NBA player. He was phenomenal defensively. Umar Balo this season is giving offense that Christian Coloco could never give. Right. And, And so that's what makes Arizona even more dangerous is that offensively, you know, Christian Coloco just wasn't a big threat. Umar eventually, if he's going to put up games where he's dominating like this, is going to command a double team, which is going to open up this offense even more. And if you don't double him, like Creighton did it tonight, this is, this is your reward. He just kicks the shit out of you.
1: Yeah.
0: And, I mean, Shelby was mentioning that he looked like he got tired, but that's something we got to keep in mind too. Umar Balo, for his size, played 30 minutes.
1: That's a lot. There's no, only I get it. two
0: other Wildcats that played more than him, Ramey and Kirk Creesa. He got 30 minutes out of Umar Balo, and there's no chance that you get 30 minutes in a game from Umar last year or the year before, especially at Gonzaga when he came in. That's one of the biggest storylines I think people need to recognize is how much better shape he's in now than he's ever been in his career. And we can't say enough. I said, I, I'm calling him America's sweetheart. I know Umar Balo Because he's the nicest kid And there isn't one person That you can find That will speak bad About Umar Like I'm As a human being I'm so happy For everything This kid's been through And uh Yeah Just really cool performance And very happy for him
1: He's like The sweetest Big hearted Big teddy bear that's
0: Yeah all I, oh, honey. I just love him And that play at the end Where Kirk Creesa Made the play Whoa, With the pass And then nasty. he dunked I mean that's just filth like that it was stuff. Awesome. That's in And Jay Billis on national television said this is an NBA team in terms of the way they run their offense. And if you're a recruit and you're sitting home and you hear an announcer say that and that doesn't turn you on, I don't know what to give you.
1: I guess you're going to Duke.
0: Damn, Shelby. Damn.
1: Duke's... Also, Umar Ball is so good. He just gets fouls with his ass.
0: Yeah, Shelby was really <laughs> mad at the one foul and she screamed out, What is that foul call? Having an uncontrollable ass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which you then said that's my that's next, the name like, of single. that's the
0: name of my new band new band it's and called a new uncontrollable single. ass, uh, the first single what I say the first single was drink the pink stuff, the second one we're is We're very uh, mature. Yeah,
1: we're very mature. We won't keep going with all the other ones. Got to
0: keep it constipated.
1: I think I said cold heart, cold toilet. Yeah,
0: I mean we're we're taking <laughs> out. this is our last podcast because we've hit it nationally with our uh, music.
1: That's right. We're we're gonna transition to being a band. Um, Kira had a difficult matchup, but he did perform well. What stood out about his game today?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, the biggest thing is the twos, man. He only made one three. He made five shots from inside the arc. He only took four threes. So he was five of ten from inside the arc. Nine assists, one turnover. Yeah, you could say, oh, six for 14 isn't great. It is 100% good enough. And what was funny is that pass at the end that he made to Umar, I'm pretty sure he went to Tommy and said something like, you should have never taken me out. Because yeah. Tommy looked at him like,
1: like did a double <laughs> like,
0: screw you, go play. Like, <laughs> in, a, in a joking way. But if you had any questions about whether or not Kirk Criso would be able to take it to another level this season, uh, it is November 23rd, and the, that question's answered. And I know there's a lot of basketball left, but I, I think you would be – Hard-pressed to find a point guard that runs the offense at this high level, as well as Kirk Reza. And he had a difficult matchup. I mean, look, Ryan Embart is awesome.
1: He's slippery, Shelby loves it. He's uh, a little otter.
0: 20 points, 6 assists, absolutely ridiculous second half. Um, that is a difficult matchup. Tra- that, that, that court is really good with Embart and Trey Alexander. And, and Kirk Reza was fine in that matchup. But the 9 assists took care of the ball. Um, You know, played pretty solid defense overall. When when Kerr Kreese is clicking, not even with the shooting, but the fact that now he's hitting jumpers in the lane, uh, stop and hitting from the corner of the free throw line, like his offense now, he's not just a spot-up three-point shooter. And that, again, opens up the entire offense and is one of the big reasons why Arizona's offense has been so impressive to start the season and really – no, is it going to be 53 69% every night? No, but this offense is the best in the country. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire the official Survivor podcast wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com.
1: All right. And then what other plays made an impact today?
0: Yes, players, because I misspelled plays. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot.
1: I figured that wasn't right, but you have told me to read it as written. So I did.
0: Uh, Well, there's a few guys I want to shout out, Shelby. Shout out for Shelby. Okay. Okay. And we're going to go a little unconventional here. Kylan Boswell came in. He didn't register at all in the box score. Uh He played four minutes. But he didn't make a mistake. Credit to him. And I'm serious. It sounds silly. Uh, I thought Henry Vesar Vesar in his ten minutes was fantastic, especially defensively. Um, He had the the, the only two points, and I know that's not a lot, obviously. But for him to finish uh, with the, the two blocks and the steal, he was fantastic defensively and gave Arizona minutes. Uh, Creighton's bench is not good. Uh, Mason Miller hit the threes, but Arizona tied the bench production. Uh, you know, Ademba Ball I thought was better. Played 15 minutes. You know, Cedric Henderson comes in with Pella Larson in foul trouble, scores seven points, three rebounds, three assists. Julius Tubelis, had he not been in foul trouble, probably would have put up bigger numbers. 12 and seven. Arthur Kaluma had nothing for him on offense, which is kind of wild to think about. Kaluma isn't an awful offensive player but he went two for six um you know really there there isn't anyone I I think Pella is clearly the guy that played poorly uh you know Courtney Ramey was four of 12 from the field but he hit the his two threes were big he had 10 points he had the three turnovers he wasn't awful uh, as you can tell by his 36 minutes but Pella just really struggled in Maui you kind of want to see him turn it around in the next few games but um overall you know it's hard to point or someone but I, I really Want to kind of give credit to Vasar, Boswell and Ball. Uh, you know, it, you look at it two for six shooting, you'd say it's not great. But the fact that they got 10 from Vesar, 15 from Ball, and nothing really bad happened, and they didn't lose the lead when they put in the bench, that's really, in my opinion, the bench's job. Keep your lead or don't fall behind by more.
1: Mm-hmm. Keep it
0: steady until the starters come in, and, and that's what Arizona did there. Also want to give a shout-out to my boy, Francisco Farabello. It is a mocking shout-out. Uh, he was on TCU last year. So he's now lost his last two games. The he, Horned Frogs. The Horned Frogs horned lost frogs. To Arizona. Moves, goes to Creighton, plays 17 minutes, loses again. Poor guy, but yeah. Uh, he does yeah. have a cool name. He's from Argentina.
1: Farabello.
0: I mean, look, if you would have told Creighton that they're getting 20 from Memhardt, 16 from Kalkbrenner, and 15 from Alexander, you're, they probably would have said, oh, we won. But, the you know, it was the other guys. Kaluma didn't show up. Shireman needed 10 shots to have 11 points he had 11 boards but he wasn't really a factor and then their bench just didn't do anything so overall uh
1: those were the differences yeah well all right overall summary how big is this whole week for the wildcats
0: as big as umar bala baby umar bala baby um yeah so it's clearly big because when the first three games of the season happened, people are like oh we've played soft you know patsies I don't know if that's the right word, but... Yeah, it's a good word. um, Who knows if Arizona's for real? Then they play Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming off a loss to Northern Kentucky. Arizona beats them, but allows 17 threes in the process. And people are like, oh my God, Arizona just allowed 17 threes to a bad team. Cincinnati's bad. Right. So then, Arizona plays San Diego State and whoops them. Yeah, boo. Okay. Well, it's tough. I mean, Arizona's only favored by two. And this is another one of those games where... Arizona was clearly better than Creighton. Uh, You know, I don't think I watched at any point and said to myself, oh man, Creighton's just better, they're just not hitting. Like, it, it was obvious from the start, Arizona was better. There isn't one national person that before this tournament didn't focus on the fact that it was loaded. Arizona, Arkansas, San Diego State, Creighton, Texas Tech won't be ranked out of this week, but not bad. Louisville's not a real team, I understand that, but... Still loaded. Arizona beat a top, let's call them 15 in San Diego State, and 10 team in Creighton at the time. Arizona's now going to enter the top 10. I don't really care about the rankings, but it's nice. But the biggest thing is you saw that Arizona is really good. I don't know if they're going to win the Pac-12, that there's a lot of basketball left. But what we're seeing is that Arizona is clearly a very good basketball team. I think it is very apparent this is the best offensive team in the country. But the biggest thing was there were a lot of questions about Arizona defensively. And I thought Arizona, for the most part, except for like that span at the end and maybe a span early on where they didn't guard quite well, but their defense was good Mm -hmm. overall, in my opinion. Uh, Their defense was good against San Diego State. I think when Arizona locks in and knows that it has to defend, it is capable of doing so. But we come away from this week saying there may not be a better front court in the country than Tubelis and Umar Balo. Kirk Creasor runs the offense really well, and you can make the argument that Arizona just beat two really good basketball teams with one of its supposedly better players, Pell Larson, playing like crap. Did not play well. And you got to remember this: Cedric, uh, Cedric, Courtney Ramey's only had three games. Yep. So this team is very likely to get better, but. Um, really, really fun, fun weekend, fun tournament. Arizona's good if you haven't figured it out yet. Arizona shot 62% in the second half. Creighton shot 51%. Uh, the difference was that, you know. And, and, and Also, one more thing I want to say, Shelby, is Arizona won by two. Should have been more. Uh, but the free throw differential, Creighton was 15 of 19 from the line. Arizona was 4 of 7. Creighton went to the line 12 times in the second half. Arizona went to the line once in the entire second half. Maybe that half. has
1: to do with those BS calls.
0: But what was funny is Freaking at the nuts. end, that actually cost Creighton. That's because they it. needed to be in the bonus, and the rest were like, no, you didn't foul the entire half. And by then, it was... It's
1: just already over. Yeah, it
0: was done. So that actually helped. But um, Arizona just continues to, to be really impressive. And I tell you, it makes Wildcat Authority especially fun over this Thanksgiving break. makes my job a lot easier.
1: You, are, you have been a lot happier now that Arizona football is you know, rising as their Rise With Us motto this year. They've been a lot more fun. And then, obviously, Arizona basketball has been amazing. Women's basketball is amazing.
0: I, will, I realize that I have one of the best jobs. I cover sports. And I get paid to do it, and I realize it's great. But Shelby will attest, it got real dark at one point. It was pretty dark. Where I was questioning, like during the Sean Miller stuff, the sum and stuff, right? You know, Shelby was like, like I didn't want to do my job at times. And it took a lot out of me with all the scandals and other things that I had to go out of my, kind of put my neck out there to do. And Being a of
1: defender of Sean Miller.
0: Kind of put my career on the line, to be blunt, where if I was wrong, I'm probably done. But um, yeah, I, I think this is some of the most fun that I've had in, in quite a while covering Arizona.
1: Maybe I'll make more secret videos of you having fun and post them on my Twitter.
0: That doesn't sound right, but I'm into <laughs> it.
1: Um, anyway, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We it love everybody. Tomorrow. Um, we will be doing and I are podcast.
0: Or we're recording it tonight. We'll see.
1: Or we're recording it this evening.
0: Yeah, we'll see. But we got an ASU preview, obviously, the, the Territorial Cup. If Arizona beats ASU, that's been a hell of a week. But uh, then we're, we're right back at it with more basketball next week. But... That was fun.
1: In the meantime, we're going to San Diego.
0: Yes, going to San Diego for botanicals over the weekend going to try to put I am going to go on a paddleboard and also ice skating. So
1: That's quite a swing.
0: God help us. If because, I, because
1: I'm going to ride a bike.
0: I'm going I don't have done that in a long time. This is one of the biggest podcast secrets ever. I don't know how to ride a bike. Yeah, I just sat around the podcast. You just
1: told the whole world?
0: Shelby is smiling I love teasing
1: him about it. It cracks me I up. I do
0: not. I never, I skated when I was younger, and I just never learned how to ride a bike. And I absolutely cannot get and will not get on a bike. I will rollerblade. I can skate really well, but your, your boy doesn't know how to ride a
1: bike. That's okay.
0: Umar Balo, if you're willing to teach me how to ride a bike, I'll do it.
1: Only him though, right? Only Umar. I bet you you'll get some offers from people now that they know the secret.
0: There is zero chance that anyone (laughs) listening to this podcast will ever see me try to get on a bike.
1: I guess I'll just ride a bike by myself.
0: That's right. I'll ride other things.
1: Anyways, happy Turkey Day. You will hear from us again over the weekend. And until then, bear down.
0: Bear down. And we are thankful for every one of you. But I am more thankful if you sign up to Wildcat Authority and get that 75% off deal right now. Do as you're told.
1: Also, back the A.
0: As we close the Maui Invitational, here's Shelby with a bad Hawaiian joke.
1: I burnt my Hawaiian pizza today. I should have cooked it at a low hot temperature. Ayo. Rise and shine, football fans. This is Susanna Fuller from Morning Footy, a podcast part of the CBS Sports Galatto Network covering the breadth of the global game. Join me, Nico Cantor, Charlie Davies, Alexis Guerreros, and guests every morning for the perfect blend of news, analysis, conversation, and exclusive interviews. If you love soccer, then look no further. We've got you covered for Europe's top five leagues, the W Gold Cup, the Champions League knockout stage, CONCACAF Nations League, NWSL, MLS, Transfer News, and much more. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. Subscribe to Morning Footy.